0: Everyone and welcome to episode sixty-eight of our Baseball Weekly, the weekly podcast from the Baseball subreddit. My name is Lewis, and I am ecstatic to be here for the first full week of baseball action. And joining me today, Dylan is back. Dylan, how are you today?
1: Uh, I'm doing great. It's been crazy keeping up with so much baseball after being deprived for so long, it's hard to keep up with everything going on, but it's nice to be overwhelmed as opposed to underwhelmed.
0: Yeah. I kind of, I don't know if there's been more crazy stuff that's just happened and I'm noticing it because I'm hyper aware at the beginning of the season or, or like if there's actually been more or if it's just normal amounts and just seeing more, uh, but yeah, there's there's just been a lot going on, and I feel like a lot of just really random, crazy moments going on. Um, just before we we get into the actual news, for uh, if this is your first or second time listening, just FYI, the last two episodes, last week and this week, it, we've just been doing. Two-man booths talking about the news, which is great. We enjoy those episodes. Um, We are hoping to get back to some more interviews and segments as the season goes on here. So if you are a uh, longtime listener who is worried we are ditching the interviews format, don't worry about that. We are are hoping to bring them back um, with the uh, holiday weekend here. Um, Easter or Passover or I don't know what else is going on Um, but uh, those are the the two I know offhand Um, we we just didn't have uh, many interviews lined up so moving forward we're hoping to bring those back Um, but yeah just uh, just a lot what was what was your favorite just kind of out there crazy moment from the week Dylan
1: yeah there's a lot of stuff lots lots of crazy baseball things going on like kind of everywhere but my favorite as a Braves fan had to be the Braves were routing was it, it was the Nationals right because I remember I have to remember who D D Strange Gordon plays for now but Travis Darno is up the bat and takes a 52 mile an hour heater to the mm. shoulder mm. and puts on <laughs> an Oscar winning performance uh for the crowd and uh D um that was like you know just like perfect like april baseball you know not too serious like fun moment you know it just it it felt felt so perfectly timed for april baseball to me and it was was a great time
0: yeah i'd say the other like april baseball my favorite um it wasn't my favorite at the time but i was able to appreciate it more after the game um my my favorite a very april baseball moment was uh the gale force wins that the mariners and white Sox were playing in uh that's crazy the white Sox hit like three straight pop-ups straight in the air and uh they they couldn't do anything about it the the poor mariners infield looked lost and they just dropped because the, the wind is just blowing it all over the place but uh, uh the mariners also got kind of a short home run that the wind just like it felt like it picked it up and just yeah, <laughs> just, just carried it to the heaven. So, I guess it's kind got... of an angel's
1: in the outfield, yeah, except they... it's just wind blowing. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think you know, like if we're talking about wins in the windy city, like five one win when you can't catch a pop up is that's, that's pretty good for the it's Mariners, pretty good, you know,
0: yeah. And the, yeah, the one, the one run I can't remember if it was earned or not, it didn't deserve to be earned, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah yeah those those were were pretty crazy yeah. um i mean just a lot a lot of other crazy stuff that i mean we're not even going to get in into in too much detail um just real quick uh from uh saturday yesterday um home plate umpire refusing to let kenley jansen continue warming up i don't know if you saw that
1: <laughs> i didn't the, even see that honestly
0: jensen um I believe it was between innings. He was coming out and, you know, MLB has this strict two minute. All right, let's going. Uh, But Kenley Jansen uh, took a while to get in from the bullpen. And also he's Kenley Jansen. So uh, (laughs) it was taking a little bit of time. And so the home plate umpire is like, no, it's two minutes. You're done. And Jansen started arguing with him. uh, And at the end of the day, the argument, like, so after the argument, okay, fine. He won't, won't throw the other pitches um then they have an infield conference at the mound for another 30 seconds and so um let's just hang
1: out here for a minute I
0: I mean so to be fair there were a lot so there were a lot of takes like umpire making it the ump show look at how much time he wasted Mm -hmm. if Kenley Jansen had listened to you know the rules (laughs) it would have saved time it's like one of those situations like Yeah, I guess he could have saved time by letting him throw three more. But we could have also saved time by Jensen following the rules. Like, uh, so you know, just just one of those crazy things. Um, The Orioles walking off the Yankees on a walk—that was uh, some interesting baseball. To think, I think most of
1: baseball finds that to be like, oh man, that's really fun and you know, crazy. And then Yankees fans are. Just incredibly concerned <laughs> that Carlos right. Chapman appears to be like in a really bad state right now. Oh. so...
0: Oh man, um, the Yankees—they're yeah. five and five; <laughs> yeah. they're one game back in the East. It's like the uh, ugliest with 152 to the games ball. to go. Uh, like, oh no! <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, this is this is April baseball. Like, every team looks like crap, even if they're you know have a winning record or whatever. Yeah, so. I mean, I'd say the the teams that have not looked like crap
0: even with the winning record um despite a couple of bullpen squiggles um Maz and Martin would be happy to hear me say the Mets have actually looked really good yeah um I don't know if you've had the chance to watch any Mets games recently yeah I have
1: and I think the craziest part is that you know they got dealt this really horrible blow to DeGrom and then you know I they did a lot of work on their pitching depth, but those like Scherzer we don't know if he's gonna be 100% to start the season even if he's gonna be good like you know it's like that depth was gonna be tested really quickly and even with Tywan Walker getting hurt too yeah. they've really been really strong and Chris Bassett's come in there been strong Tyler McGill I think a lot of people missed he because you know he yeah. was like their sixth seventh guy last year so he didn't really get a ton of like attention but he was solid last year and appears to be really really holding himself like Holding things together really at the top of that rotation, and then Carrasco, like Carrasco is a couple years out from us really taking him seriously as a legit guy, and he's come come in and done really really well, especially in his last start. So yeah, I think they back. have they have had kind of a weaker schedule to start the season, um, True. but I mean, like a lot of people have, right? We're, we're we have to base it on you know what they've done so far and what the Mets have done so far is fairly impressive.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they might've had an easier schedule, but the Yankees just lost two of three to the Orioles. Exactly. And and those games, uh, those games do make a difference in the standings. Um, And I've been saying, uh, I mean, the Rays looked good and then they didn't look good. Um, But, you know, uh, that's what, uh, i feel like the orioles are this this little proxy war that the rest of the al east is going through this season <laughs> where it's like all right the rays took care of their three against the orioles mm-hmm. and now they only need to go 500 against the rest of the division and they've got a good yeah. shot uh, <laughs> yeah
1: I, I mean i mentioned it in the preview we did for the al east and i i referenced the um the struggles that the Phillies have had with the Marlins over the last few years, where like the Phillies have clearly been more talented than the Marlins. They just can't beat the Marlins, Mm -hmm. you know, and that makes a big impact when you look at the final standings and they're a couple of games back and it's like, if only they could have beaten, you know, The team they're supposed to beat. Yeah. The teams they're supposed to beat and, you know, like dropping a series to the Orioles in April might not feel like a lot, but it could mean a lot, especially in a division where it looks like, you know, really intense you know right it at least looks even if the teams aren't all 100 yet it looks it looks somewhat like you know we expect where it's all going to be really really tight i think for a while yeah and another division that's like that
0: where the last two teams i want to just briefly give a shout out to for looking really really good the dodgers and giants um they look like they are ready to go uh, 106, 107 wins down to the wire again. Um, yeah. With how they've they've just come out of the gate, um, Kershaw uh, almost had a perfecto against us, which we'll we'll go into uh, in just a little bit. And the uh, the Giants um, just rolling over. The guardians uh this this week and, yeah. and just uh really
1: looking good again they're they're pitching staff right now i, I don't know what it is getting away they, with it. they, they, they uh, keep getting away <laughs> with it they uh i think i read today uh they have what 10 games to start the season with their starter giving up two or fewer runs which is just like in this era it's just like man you if said. you're if you're getting, like, that much quality innings from your starters, even if they're only going five or six at a time, like, that's right. such a big advantage. You know, Carlos Rodon, like, if he looks like this, even if he's not healthy the entire season, even if he makes it, like, most of the season looking like this, it's like, man, that's the best free you pick up by a mile.
0: Yeah, well, I – I am curious. Uh, I'm waiting probably I want another cup a week or two to run the numbers. I know offense has not looked the best so far this season. I don't Mm -hmm. want to make it a big story yet because yeah I mean shortened spring um, we were talking before it has been a lot colder even though we started a week Mm -hmm. later it's been cold in a lot of the north and northeast. It is snowing outside my window and I know I live in northern minnesota <laughs> but that is not normal for april seventeenth. uh that, that's <laughs> not normal weather even for up here yeah. um regardless of what every tv sitcom would have you believe in it's <laughs> snowing in may around here that's that's not normal
1: i figured y'all um, just lived in caves of ice until exactly like, exactly you know,
0: june <laughs> <laughs> uh we thought out and then the mosquitoes come yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> all right so let's uh we, we've got a few talking points wanted to go through here um we we alluded to one of these earlier that's the second one we're going to talk about here uh, a couple of interesting manager decisions this week i just wanted to pick your brain on Extremely. a little bit here the first one is one um everyone was talking about when it happened but it was also a late game yeah. so it's like great uh, everyone west of the mississippi was around to talk about it and uh <laughs> so uh joe madden with the bases loaded down three to two decides to walk Corey Seeger to put the angels behind the rangers four to two i don't Did it work yeah. out? Yes, it worked out. <laughs> the Rangers did not score any more runs that inning. The Angels came back and won. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball teams that walked to run in with the bases loaded continue to be a perfect eight and zero. Oh.
1: Um, Joe Madden improved. is that true? I yes, actually did not know yes. that
0: one. Well, okay,
1: then that that Joe okay. Madden improved. Say too. no more. It was but, a great move. <laughs> okay, but but see, I mean,
0: usually when this happens, it's like. Barry Bonds is at the plate and you're up in the ninth with runners on right so let's just give him the walk and pitch to someone who's not going to hit a gate they were losing at the time (laughs) yeah I um, mean
1: consider this though Barry Bonds is Barry Bonds Corey Seeger probably looks like Barry Bonds when you look at the other people in his lineup right now. That's, like, that's true. You know what I mean? That's like true. I don't I, I think this is a really extreme thing and it's it's clearly, you know, the numbers are not gonna support it. You know, no, this is this is not this is not Joe Madden being analytics bro. This is Joe Madden like testing the spirit of his ball club. You know, this is this, this is, is very like, like holistic mad baseball. Scientist, yeah, uh baseball um, basically. But I can understand where he's coming from because I believe he had a comment after the game where he's like listen I know this isn't like he he, he wasn't like you know oh of course this is what I want to do like it was more of like I did what I wanted to do because I wanted to see I wanted to you know test the guys or you know like summon some spirit maybe a little bit like I
0: lied hold on I lied here I'm uh sorry I am so sorry everyone's screaming at me uh they won the game the Rangers scored more runs that inning I uh, oh yeah I yeah. missed I missed uh, they scored th- two, I think, right? Yeah, they, they yeah. scored two more runs that inning. Uh I, oh, two more
1: runs. I uh, thought yeah, it was be total. They, okay.
0: they were up six to two at the end, so it didn't do anything. Oh. So it was so, yeah, it was totally blast. They still won. It was trash though. <laughs> uh, I ap- I apologize, everyone. I think I fell asleep during that game. Um, yeah. At, at multiple points. It was a West Coast game. Come on. But they guys. won. But they that's won. The important part.
1: But yeah, like, I don't know. Like, to you know, fair, I, I get it. To be it.
0: fair, if Corey Seager had come up and hit a home run, they would have been down by two more yeah. and they ended up being down by. It. Yeah. So. so,
1: you know, like, like I said, it, it's goofy. It's weird. But it's kind of one of those things you can get away with, I think, in April, where it's like, all right, let's, let's, you know, we think we got you know, a chance to win this game. And this might give us that slightest bit advantage if things break our right way. I think they're just really scared of Corey Seager. You know? I mean, don't think they're not, I think they're extremely not scared of most of the people on that roster. To, so to be fair, the runs were scored on a sack fly in a bock. So it yeah. wasn't
0: like the opposing hitting did. did yeah. Yeah. It, it worked damage,
1: in kind down. of like, a, you know, in not in a result, but in, yeah. yeah. So, um, I support Joe Madden pushing the boundaries of what we find acceptable. <laughs> I, uh, I
0: usually take. support him in pushing those boundaries. I don't, I don't support this. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, that's just, all right. Uh, okay. One, one that maybe is a little more, more debatable is the one we have alluded to before. Dave Roberts pulls Kershaw, 80 pitches and seven innings into a perfect game. Mm. Promptly broken up by Twins legend Gary Sanchez, uh, the next inning. The beard is giving him more power. Uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, it's not. But we, we can keep saying it is. Uh, yeah. Wait till you we're imagine. done finishing this streak against really tough teams. But, yeah, uh, yeah. What What were your initial thoughts on that?
1: So, initial thoughts, you know, and this is like as the game is going on, I'm just like – man, this sucks. Like, this is like, I was ready to like overreact hard because I was ready to go the route of like, you know, as someone that supports statistic-based baseball and all these things and, you know, player health and all these things. I'm like, we're really this far out from like, you know, chasing history, you know, like we're, we're just unwilling to like go the extra, like the extra step or extra mile to like chase like the inner circles of the greatest games right. ever played and greatest achievements ever done. And then Kershaw after the game says like, I'm kind of wiped. It was my first game. Like I really didn't feel comfortable going any farther. So I gave him the benefit of the doubt after that, but there were a couple, I, and I was talking to I have two friends um, that I'm really close with that are Dodgers fans. And they basically said, you know, they, they did win the championship a couple of years ago, but they said they would trade any chance at a 2022 title to see Clayton Kershaw pitch a perfect game, which I, got, I think that's like totally valid. Like, I it, mean, it would be like the punctuating piece of his career. Perfect. Is to get
0: games, that perfect game. Like, there's no hitters. Like, yeah, no hitters are great. Your name's yeah. in the record. There have only been, what, 23 perfect games, official if, uh, ones? Yeah. Um. So, like that's not just name and history that's like yeah I mean yeah you you need to have a friend take off their shoes too to count to that high but yeah uh, it's still
1: (laughs) it's it's one of the best it's the best pitcher of our era was on pace for the best game of the era yeah maybe next to that Max Scherzer 20 strikeout game or whatever you know so it's like yeah i really really wish you know if, if kershaw was a couple years younger if he had a couple years less of this wear and tear that you know has limited him maybe they just let it rip but 80 pitches they thought you know they're already up five runs just let them go well, see, you know i just
0: the rough part was yeah. they were they were up three runs yeah. when it, it seemed the decision was made
1: True. then they scored yeah. and then, then he, they scored he was three sitting more. and they they hit back to back to back home runs yeah. while he was waiting i was like I, oh he's, I, he's do, I do wonder if they were up six.
0: if they were up six before he sat down if mm-hmm. you know they might have said hey like we're up big
1: no pressure don't
0: yeah. don't push it but you know if you think you, you want to try to just finesse some uh low effort fastballs and see if we can get something here yeah
1: Cause you know, uh, it's not like he's, he's, you know, he's only thrown 90, 91, but if that slider, man, is is just like, it's, it's as good as it's ever been. Uh, and, yeah. you know, we've seen, we've seen baseball, you know, like plenty of guys go to this really, really hard, you know, like throw your best pitches, you yeah. know, like no matter what. And it's a new age style of thinking that Kershaw has clearly embraced with that slider. And it it's, it's working like a dream for him. And I hope, if, if nothing else, I hope this is a precursor for a really fun year for him.
0: I do, too, now that I hope he does not. Uh, yeah. I don't. You don't
1: have to see him again. I
0: don't <laughs> have to, you know, see see him again. I don't. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm going to make, make a liar out of me again, right? Uh Let's see. We played two games. Play in the <laughs> so West. Like, we probably will see him again. Knock on wood. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't have the schedule memorized. But, yeah, mm-hmm. uh hopefully we don't even if we go to la we don't see him again um, yeah. i would not like to i would like to avoid that man so i can cheer for him when he's exactly pitching. um all right so also pulled from a perfect game little different <laughs> circumstances mm-hmm. last week we talked about roki sasaki of uh it's the what the chibolati marines mm-hmm. uh last week a sunday right before you guys are recorded uh he pitched a perfect game. He pitched eight perfect innings this week before being pulled out of a zero-zero tie after 103 pitches. His team would end up losing in extra innings. Both oh,
1: I didn't know no that hitter,
0: point. perfect game, win yeah the game everything. Um, but that is 17 perfect innings in a God. row. In a this row, this dude
1: is crazy. Like this dude is like oh man like and and you see the stuff and it's it's so otani like it's that hyper fastball like the crazy splitter it's like but in this younger package it's like man this dude is gonna be so fun to watch for years just where he is and then who knows if he decides to come over we me and naeem talked at length about his nickname the Mm, monster the like that's like he's 19 he's got the sickest name in baseball already like yeah, big, big fan of what's going on there. Obviously, like, when you're 19, I definitely get, like, pitch counts matter a little bit more. I think that was kind of the same with Kershaw, right, is, like, he's already accomplished pretty basically everything. Like, I want to yeah. see him push for that thing. You don't have to push for it, one, if you just did it last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, he, he, and, two, if you're 19. Yeah, uh, he is
0: uh, – yeah, my gosh. Um, he threw 101 in high school is what yeah. he he broke she- Shohei Otani's uh high school velocity record
1: for a mm. fastball um yeah wow it, it seems like we're gonna be hearing a lot more of him <laughs> at this rate we're just, oh. we're just gonna need like a weekly segment of what did uh the monster do I that would yeah hopefully he lives up to it right like yeah
0: be be really lame if we're what did he do yeah, he pitched six innings, gave up two runs and yeah, five hits, walked a couple. <laughs> but uh, yeah, goodness. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can see him get posted at some point because I want to see him play. I I wish yeah. I could wake up and watch more um, Japanese baseball. Yeah, it's just
1: it's Does it's not just a little schedule. too early. Yeah, just um it's like maybe the, um, yeah
0: yeah Go ahead. It, it's just like that that border that was when uh when we were you know when during covid um it was uh the taiwanese league um oh, yeah. cpbl they had like six o'clock start time 6 a.m my time and that's like all right that is that is early enough to wake right. up and watch um yeah. four or fives just just not there so yeah all right, so um, in other Asian League news, Yassiel Puig is doing all right over in KBO. Uh, he ranks ninth in OPS in the league at 922, and he had a grand slam this past week for the Kiwoom Heroes. I just missed talking about Yassiel Puig because yeah. he was so fun to talk about, um, and he was basically peaked in between... Um, my two stints here doing the podcast yeah so i just needed an excuse to talk about it <laughs> and i had an yeah. asian baseball segue so
1: exactly um you know it's really it'll be interesting to see i'm sure he will get a chance at some point obviously the the main part that took him out of major league baseball was his legal issues uh yeah. then maybe his actual play well i mean his um, play wasn't that his, good either his play wasn't great yeah you know, i think he it wasn't I, I think he signed a contract with the braves got covid in 2020 yeah. and then all the legal issues happened after that so it's been kind of a bumpy ride for him um obviously you know I hope the legal situation uh you know is resolved one way or another yeah um, but uh you know he's 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 obviously a fun person within baseball um so you know we'll see if he uh does enough damage over there where you know, we might see him again.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm really interested. I'm hoping he he does well and comes back. May maybe have a uh, Eric Fames resurgence. Yeah, uh, style season coming back um, with the with the DH, the expanded DH. I feel like he is the type of player that um, the extra the uh, 15 extra DH slots really help out um yeah. because as much as like the aging sluggers who can't play defense um are helped by it like if you if you're batting you know with a 130 weighted runs created plus you're they'll find a place in the field it doesn't yeah. matter um it's it's the guys who are like just above average bats who yeah. uh can play the field every once in a while and can rotate in that i feel like really uh, get get a good boost um, yeah. and that's what he uh he will probably be doing so yeah. we'll see I hope he does well over there I'm looking forward to highlights in the morning if people want to pull those yeah. um but yeah so that's uh that's my excuse to talk about Yassiel Puig a little bit
1: yeah
0: um all right um some history being made uh mm-hmm. the first female on-field baseball coach Alyssa listen coached first base for the Giants. And uh, we we missed talking about it last week, but Rachel Balkovic uh, became the first female manager to manage a game uh, Mm -hmm. in Affiliated Ball. She's with the uh, single-A Yankees affiliate and managed a game last week. And uh, that was really exciting um, to see see those, Uh, I will say. one one thing about the Olympics that's great is that there are both men's and women's events, and so mm. my daughters are watching them with me. Um, they always ask if it's the girls' turn or if it's the boys' turn, <laughs> um, and it, it did. They what was watching yesterday, and they came. Oh, are the girls playing? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is breaking my heart. Um, so. So I am so happy to see see some more um, more women in the game, and yeah. uh, I, I don't think we need to talk too much about it um, back in if you're just starting to join us for the, the season here uh, back in episode 56 me and Maz uh, went a little bit more depth into uh, different women in baseball. Um, so that's episode fifty-six. Also, that episode had a great interview with user Hispanic at the Disco, who does the Better Know the Ballot series. So definitely a episode worth going back and listening to. For sure. Yeah. And uh, uh, judging by the listenership counts of the mid lockout episode compared to the regular season episodes we've had so far, <laughs> a number of you have not listened to that interview. So go ahead <laughs> and uh, listen to that. Um, yeah. All right. uh, A couple of milestones. Getting ready here. One is imminent and is something to be watching for all week. Um, Mr. Miguel Cabrera had a good week, six hits, and now sits at 2,995 career hits.
1: So excited for Mickey. He's just, you know, like, could be the last couple of years for him, but you know I want to see him push as far as he can into these record books as he can after a really awesome career. And you know what does he like? Very short list of dudes with 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's pretty much him and some inner circle Hall of Famers, you know. And then like very <laughs> like did Barry Bonds even do that? I don't even know if he did because I don't know if I have enough hits. Um, but he wants you know, so much, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, but, Barry.
0: You know, Barry fell uh, sixty-five hits short of three thousand
1: twenty-nine so thirty-five. Um, but yeah, always rooting for Mickey. Just one of the coolest dudes in baseball. Um, and you know, he's now part of a team that people actually, you know, might want to watch a little bit more. Of. They seem to have some interesting things going on. So
0: I, I'm glad he's getting close to that uh, at this point because because he's on a team that might be interesting coming up yeah. here um i don't know he's he's not as good on defense as he used to be yeah um i mean the bats ben hovering around league average yeah. for the past fortunately years.
1: he has spencer around now and i believe he said that he was pretty much only willing to move to full-time dh because torkelson exists so right. that's pretty cool and and you know it's if, if spencer really works out you know it might be a cool passing of the torch as Miggy, you know kind of puts the last you know like dots he dots his highs and crosses a T's on yeah. his career resume and then Spencer starts taking over as kind of the main slugger in Detroit. So
0: I don't know. Um, he, so he's got he's got one year left on his contract officially, yeah. but he does have some vesting options. Mm-hmm. If he is in the top 10 in MVP MVP voting next year, he has a vesting option for thirty million
1: dollars. Well, let's root for that. Uh, <laughs> that would be I the always greatest wonder, like, hit ever.
0: Do we think there's enough writers who might just throw him a 10th place vote to see if they can get that uh, Yeah it doesn't actually you have one writer who <laughs> who gives him a first place vote and he's top
1: 10. Oh. And uh, don't count like, him out, you know. Yeah, he's uh, he's a he's a game changing personality in the uh the clubhouse. You got to account for that. I will that. say
0: I am getting sad that we are winding down to the point where we can no longer make fun of the tigers for how long this contract is just like, I yeah. can't make fun of the angels anymore for how long yeah. the Pujols' contract was because they're, that time has passed. Yeah. Which means that we got to figure
1: out the new worst contracts in baseball. The, all yeah. the, all the ones that are the most obvious ones are almost done. You know, uh, so
0: yeah, the Chris, when's the Chris Davis contract officially up <sighs>
1: that's tough it's hard to know because he's not even playing
0: anymore uh yes he let's see oh okay um let's uh, (laughs) oh but he he retired did he he officially retired he did
1: retire but i'm sure he had to agree to some kind of like yeah he's got i I doubt he would have just thrown out the money you know i'm sure yeah looks like he was supposed to be owed 23 million dollars this year and then that was it
0: oh yeah there we go so there we go the this is the year of ending
1: so many of these um Um, yeah we'll see um let's let's hope that you know garrett cole or christian yelich does not you know for their fans sake do not become the new figureheads of those but i'm feeling
0: yelich might be it
1: yelich is a back injuries man
0: but we'll see and yeah we'll see yeah like but see we've got a bunch of these like oh the bauer contract's bad oh but he's on a short-term contract yeah
1: it's not very long um but the long 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 contracts are just feel
0: like we need to obligatory yes mlb and mlbpa have agreed to uh extend Bauer's suspension yeah um see you this time in two weeks to say the same thing um but uh yeah i like the the Trout and Harper contracts, I, yeah,
1: they're long, but I feel well, like if Mike keeps getting hurt every other week, you know, yeah, I don't know, maybe we do have to think of his four hundred million dollar contract or something different. But but see, I feel like he's got brand value that, yeah. like, I feel like Harper like, too
0: has brand value beyond. Yeah. um and well, we'll you see. know,
1: I don't think it'll ever be poor play for those guys. No. You know, it might no. just be like you know our teams aren't good enough, but um yeah we shall see who takes the mantle of worst contract in baseball in the next couple of years
0: all right oh well we mentioned we mentioned uh him in this this little part you guys talked about it a little bit last week um but uh, albert pujols he hit two home runs this week it seems That's... to be
1: the the reunion seems to be working out as well as anyone could have expected it to he's like, played in nothing... four
0: games Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's fine. Like he's hitting home runs. Like what else do you really want? Like just have him beat up some lefties and, you know, chase these numbers again. Like I would just be be really cool with our pools, you know, like, I don't know if he's a contributing baseball player, but just chase that record, you know, like go for it.
0: So he sits at 681 now for, for career four baggers there. Now he's only 15 back from A-Rod and 19 away from the 700 club not the televangelist version the 700 (laughs) home run club very different clubs um but uh you know i didn't i i was kind of skeptical that he might get to a rod i didn't think 700 was an option Mm -hmm. i don't know two home runs in the first week. I, it's a small sample size, but those are, those are two hard home runs to get. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to average two home runs a week for the rest of the Mm -hmm. season. That would be ridiculous. He's not hitting Mm -hmm. 40 homers. Um, (laughs) but like every, every one of them is such a big step this early that man and, uh, We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. how uh, That, right. that goes, uh, we we've talked about him a little bit in the past the yeah. few episodes too. Um, all right, just a couple more things here. And then we're, we're going to wrap up, uh, who holds his teammate, Yadier Molina. He's already got his job lined up for the winter. That sounds nice. Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, he was named manager for the Magellan navigators of the Venezuelan professional baseball league
1: the magellan navigators
0: yes what a name they yes it's a lot cooler in spanish but i was afraid i was gonna butcher it so <laughs> badly that i just went with the english translation but yeah that's fair. magellan navigators very that's an on-point
1: name right there yeah it's i get it right there um, but uh yeah it's like there's never I think Yadi's gonna be one of those guys that you're gonna have to like pry him off of the baseball diamond. Like oh yeah. he's going to be like, you know how Ichiro's showing up in his jersey every, you know, time he makes an appearance, like he threw out the first pitch or whatever the other day, was in his full jersey throwing 93. Like that's gonna be Yadi, except like showing people how to catch a baseball and you know, like, you know, telling them rub some dirt on it and get back in there, you know. Like seems like that's just gonna be Yachty's thing, wherever I, he ends up.
0: I gotta think
1: he's going to be a manager,
0: right? I, I don't yeah. know. I know it's hard um, with the, the language barrier at times. I know he speaks pretty, pretty good English, but yeah, um, I could see it. I, you know, I don't I know, can... like
1: manager is kind of a weird thing, but catchers have seemed to be the people yeah. that general managers trust a lot for that role because of their management of pitchers and stuff. And I think catchers have to have a leadership position because of that. Absolutely. Um, so and you know, like it's like him and like Posey and like guys like that were just like universally renowned for all these intangibles yeah. that everyone considers and, like, when you think about that position. And like he's he's like you said he's he's going
0: to stick around the game. Like yeah, uh, when Maurer retired, um, he's content to be the Minnesota legend who shows up at random things. He doesn't really. Yeah. I, I feel like Posey, his retirement was like. I'm retiring. This yeah. is this is. I'm, yeah. I'm going
1: to go spend time with my family. This right. is not going to like yadi's not going to no. you know return <laughs> to the sideline. Like he's, he's going to be around. Yeah, you no, know, he's going to be he's going to be you know special right. assistant to the Cardinals while right. he manages the Venezuelan team, and then he's going to be on you know some media. He's going to be Network and whatever. You know what I mean? And, like, and unlike, he'll find his way.
0: And unlike most special assistants who are like. Yeah, just to get the name still associated with the club and yeah. show up at random spring training. He's actually going to yeah. be like, add everything.
1: Yeah, he's going to be like, move over. I'm catching the next inning. Just like, Someone, so someone's going to go nudge him and be legs. like,
0: hey, coach, you're taking reps away from guys at this point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to let it go, Yachty. Um, but yeah, sounds very on brand for him to already have. It's Who, who did that in – oh, yeah, Philip Rivers had his yeah. high school football team coach job lined up like halfway through his last year and yeah, that was really funny it's like yeah it's another guy it's like yeah this guy's just like born to just yell at kids
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right last thing i just wanted to to bring up because i've heard a lot of people uh, mets fans and cubs fans especially uh bringing it up um there have been 124 batters hit in 128 games this year um that isn't including all of sunday's game uh pulled it before earlier in the day so uh might have gone up or down but 124 and about 128 games a little less than one per game um which which does sound like a lot um last year there were 2,112 hit by pitches in 2,429 games which seems like a little bit more of a gap there um it's thinking there might be something up however i and i've heard a number of people bring this stat up and uh, and so i just was curious about it i looked up last april there were 373 hit by pitches in 383 games which is roughly the same rate we're at right now so um this might just be a early season thing and uh also you know Shortened spring training, all that. Um, hit by pitches went down last year after the sticky stuff crackdown, yeah. um, which I know was something. Even I had been, I had been told for years and had parroted what I'd heard from, you know, interviews with pitchers or, or right. uh, pitchers and hitters that, not all no, we're keep it on the DL. We're kind of fine with it because it gives them more control. We don't want to be hit." Um,
1: yeah.
0: Nope guess not apparently not
1: yeah it's it's I think this era just has a lot of dudes that are a little wild but it I mean it, it hasn't felt extreme I think I think it's just tough when people get hit in weird spots yeah. like if you get hit in the helmet get hit in the hand in particular like I said we saw Trout get hit in the hand today Austin Riley got hit in the hand I think he stayed in the game but whenever you get hit in the hand it's like man like it's like one slip of a dude's Finger off of a baseball and then your favorite player could be out for two months you know so i think that's why the hit by pitches it just feels alarming when it does happen especially if it happens a couple times in the same game or from the same pitcher um hopefully i I do think teams are you know prioritizing some of these you know more wild throwers with heavy stuff maybe that starts reversing to some of these guys that you know are more pinpoint accurate or whatever over time but It's hard to argue with the evidence when you got Hunter Green throwing like 3,900 plus mile an hour fastballs and cruising through the Dodgers lineup. So below is going to reign supreme, even if there's some control issues. Then you've got D strange Gordon throwing absolute
0: filth at, uh, at hitters, which is just, I mean, that's
1: just gross. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we need to like prop, prop up that kind of behavior.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, hey, uh, just one other quick reminder for new listeners for the season. Um, we did have an interview with the creator of Tech back in episode 26, in case you're interested in going back. That's been uh, one of our most listened to episodes. So maybe you've all listened to it if you've gotten back. I'll have through. to listen to that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dylan, that was great. That was before yeah. you were, were with us. Yeah. Episode yeah. 26, uh, Biz Sits Down. Um, actually, there's a lot of interviews from uh, from last pre-season and early season that we really stocked up on. Yeah. Um, just some some high quality stuff to kind of we'll pad out. We'll we start getting get back some that.
1: Yeah, we'll start getting some new ones in the uh chamber here soon.
0: Yeah. So uh yeah episode 26 uh talking about spider tech and uh what that's about so all right uh that's all I had here on this nice little outline. Dylan, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about from the week to
1: um, no, I think what well, we mentioned it before the podcast, but it's hard to make too many, I think, grand statements about right. what's going on. I'm kind of just going with the flow right now. I don't got a good gauge for a lot of different teams. Like exactly. some teams are, you know, some teams are not as strong. Some teams are a little stronger, but I'm excited to see through April. Oh, there was one, one last thing I wanted to get to. Acuna is apparently going to be in Gwinnett starting on Tuesday, Ooh. so we could start having the Braves, you know, could have reinforcements within the next couple of weeks, so yeah, that's good a news big for us. Reinforcement. Um, and, you know, the Braves just lost tonight to the Padres. Offense has been, Matt olson has been great, but the offense has been kind of up and down, but if you throw Acuna in there and he able to DH and stuff, I think that could look really, really scary. So I'm very excited to see that.
0: No, I've uh, just got a really quick check. If anyone had so many injuries that they dropped Acuna in either of my <laughs> oh man, leagues, I really hope not. Uh, <laughs> that uh, would be a too uh, bad, too bad. Quite the mistake. Yeah. Yes, that that would that's what you always hope for early in yeah. the season. Someone drafting someone injured, one, one giving up too early. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Dylan, thanks for sitting down. Um, NIME, I'm going to make it easy for you. We'll do the intro, outro, and everything all in one go here, so you have minimal editing to do. <laughs> um, my name is Lewis. I uh, co-hosted this today with Dylan. I am the executive producer of this podcast. NIME is our editor. Our theme music was, uh, produced, was composed by Chuck Leese. And we will be back next week with some more great baseball news. Hopefully we will have an interview lined up as well. I don't want to say exactly what we're going to be talking about because we'll probably have to wait and see until Wednesday and see how games are going um, to to really zero in on something, but it is good to be back and talking about baseball. Thank you all so much for listening. We all look forward to talking to you again, same time next week.